Let's not forget that we might be a small economy within the global context, but we're a very open one and have a large and significant number of trade partners and trade relations that we try to maintain. The UK and Britain specifically continues to be a very key partner to trade and investment for and with South Africa. And this is also why the context of this morning's post-budget breakfast uh, was hosted in conversation with the British High Commission. And I managed to catch up with Mike Foster, Economic Counselor of the British High Commission based in Pretoria, to really fully understand why. Britain would still be concerned about South Africa's budget and, of course, still actively participating as a key trade partner by getting more detail on our fiscal position. This was our conversation on the sidelines this morning. In conversation with Mike Foster, Economic Counselor at the British High Commission, to give us some feedback on the South African budget uh, that we heard for 2024. I guess first things first, if we uh, start uh, with the perspective of the UK paying very close attention to uh, the South African budget, help us understand why this still matters to the British High Commission. Uh, sure, thank you. Um, so the bottom line is, you know, South Africa is just um, an incredibly important trade and investment partner for the UK. Um, half of all UK investment in Africa is here in South Africa. A quarter of all the UK's trade with Africa is with this country. So, of course, um, growth and jobs in this country really matter to us, both because it supports our prosperity at home, but also because we want to see a prosperous South Africa. And maybe let's talk about a prosperous South Africa. The internal view is typically that our fiscal position has been very tight, uh, stagnant growth over the last decade, and no new prospects of really ensuring that we're able to get ourselves out of our debt burden. Your analysis and perspective and perception, I guess, of our current fiscal position this year. Sure. So, look, I think, look, Minister Godemwana found himself in a very difficult position. He was very clear this was not an easy budget to put together between the, you know, he was very honest about the supply side constraints, issues around SOEs, Transnet, ESCOM. Um, and, and that necessarily gives him a lot less room to play with on the expenditure side. Um, ultimately, I think actually he's, he's balanced that pretty well. And I think if you look at this uh, as a pre-election budget, which it is, um, actually, I think he's shown um, an incredible level of fiscal discipline around uh, on the debt side, on on uh, sort of maintaining expenditure, and also um, you know with a real focus on tackling some of those constraints around the SOEs, um, but also around new growth areas as well. So I'm particularly impressed, for example, with the the tax deduction around um, investments in electric vehicles. I think that's a really positive sign, real positive commitment to long-term investment in South Africa, and really backing the the green transition as well. Speaking of the green transition and the energy constraints that we have in South Africa, we know that this has uh, deterred a lot of business activity. Has it directly had an impact on many of the UK businesses or trade relations uh, between uh, Britain as well as South Africa? And does it weigh heavy on the minds of investors from Britain when they pursue opportunities in South Africa? So I think we have to be honest that, you know, the issues around electricity supply have, have been a constraint on all businesses in South Africa. They're, um, they're a really consistent problem. And you hear that a lot from the whole business community here, no matter where they come from. Um, but equally, there are other areas um, of UK business that are seeing that as a, as a real opportunity, right? So we are seeing some big um, UK energy firms who already have someone like Globlick, for example, already has some big uh, clean energy generation facilities in here, big wind um, down at Beaufort West, and they're looking very clearly at South Africa as an opportunity for more investment to help solve those challenges around the energy crisis, whether it's more generation or battery storage. Um, so UK opportunities are seeing, uh, UK companies are seeing opportunity in helping South Africa solve that problem. 
100%. I guess what's also refreshing is that we do need to look at things in perspective, that every economy is really challenged by a number uh, of uh, themes. Uh, if you take a look at the UK recently slipping into a, a recession, technical recession, uh, struggling with high inflation, similar themes to what we're seeing here in South Africa, uh, even though the numbers might not necessarily be aligned right now. Uh, despite the, I guess, uh, blip in economic performance for the UK, um, how do you see this influencing uh, trade relationships and partnerships between the UK and South Africa going forward? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I think blip hopefully is is the right word. You know, the the governor of the Bank of England um, uh, was being very clear that yes, the UK went into techno, technical recession uh, at the back end of 2023, uh, but he thinks it may already be over. Um, and so we hope we hope very much that he's right. Um, what it means for um, relations between the UK and South Africa, I think I think not too much actually, because you know this is uh, as I say short term. Uh, blip in economic performance due to a whole bunch of global challenges that are affecting uh, countries around the world. Um, but really, I think the relationship and the trade and investment relationship between our two countries um, is a much, much longer term thing than that, right? You're talking about uh, companies that have been here for decades, if not longer, and they want to be here for decades more. So uh, I think absolutely UK companies are, are keen to, uh, to uh, expand into the continent um, and we want to encourage that um, and that's going to be true whether, whether we're in technical recession or whether we're emerging from it already. Fantastic. We'll leave it there for today, Ben. Really appreciate the optimism. Uh, unless you have, uh, I guess, a, a sweet note to leave it off on in terms of uh, the uh, ongoing commitment uh, in terms of partnership, trade and investment between the UK and South Africa. I mean, look, I would really just finish where I started. As I said, this, you know, this country is clearly the UK's number one trade and investment partner in the entire continent. Um, it, that's a relationship that goes back a long, very long way, and we're hoping it's got a very bright future. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mr. Foster. That is Mr. Mike Foster, who is the economic counsellor at the British High Commission, uh, who was giving us some insight. As you might know, that uh, Britain is uh, really a very key and strategic partner in terms of trade relations with South Africa. And they were part of the co-hosts of a post-budget breakfast hosted with EPSIP this morning uh, with the Deputy Finance Minister, David Masondo. Um, all highlighting some key themes and concepts with a fantastic lineup of panellists and guests who gave us some insight into what it is we should consider. Bear in mind that I'm aware that there's many other conversations that were hosted with the minister, with key tax leaders and of course active participants within the various realms of business. And this really does set the context. Number one, I believe, to actually show that the private sector takes the budget speech very seriously, that they are keen to not only distill, understand uh, and interpret it, but most importantly, actively find ways of participating where they can. Uh, Coupled with that, that at least government itself is also open to the dialogue with members of the private sector to see how best they can reach, reach levels of collaboration, of understanding, and most importantly, consequence where these conversations don't just happen without an objective uh, and and, uh, clear outline of tangible outcomes that need to be achieved and the actionable items that need to follow up on them. Kaya Biz. This is Kaya Biz. With Guletum Upi. On the street, on the air. On Kaya 959.